0: Nice. This is going to be... I can't wait for our first in-person meeting. It's I know, gonna I know. Great. It's going to be insane. We're know, just actually just hate each other. we just...
1: <laughs> like, oh, with the People suck. <laughs> Quit judging my walk.
0: <laughs> <laughs> that is true. All right. We wouldn't even know each other if we didn't have any of this. We would just true. be... four strangers traf- in the
2: night. Trying not to get the ooby be doo do. oh oh shoot what didn't check the gain on my microphone like a big old dummy dummy man you're <laughs> a smarty don't
0: say that
3: you're listening to the john chi show hosted by three korean-american adoptees diving headfirst into what it means to be adopted
4: korean-american and more and now here's your hosts nathan patrick
3: and kj
2: Welcome back to the John show Show. Uh, it's your boys, KJ, Nathan, and Patrick. Uh, this is our first episode of the new year. We are so excited. Ooh, happy new year. So shout out year. to 2021. Sehe uh, bokmani baduseo. I think that's right. I was really confident starting it. I know it starts with sehe, and then I don't remember. I it wasn't even going to
0: try. I wrote it down here <laughs> was, on this, on this ooh, instruction manual ooh. for Sehe bokmani baduseo. Sehe bokmani
1: baduseo um
2: i have tried speaking korean in front of enough native speakers that just mercilessly made fun of how i hit different syllables that i just i go for like monotone when i speak korean and i'm like maybe that's how i sound native is i just don't put any
1: inflection and then just let the words figure it out themselves but i feel that's how they like translate things online when you hear like a, a translation of something it's always very monotone there isn't any inflection in the translation so um but i know people who speak it they have inflection but the the translations don't because they just you know it's very you mean like when stuff. you type it into google translate yeah or, or any of those Dude, that's because you're listening to a robot oh uh, yeah the two but, but
0: like, <laughs> well, didn't Minju say something about it being like their inflection being an important part of it mm-hmm. i mean it's it's tonal like english is tonal mm-hmm. um so it's like
2: do you have a question yeah. you know say hey book money bad it's like, Happy New Year? <laughs> mm, gotcha. But uh, uh, it's not its not tonal like Chinese or Vietnamese or anything like that. Cambodian, I think, might be. Cam- I, I tried to whatever. say it
1: actually like I would say Happy New Year's, which, you know, you say Happy New Year's. Yeah. But then I tried to say it with, with that, and it did not come out it's correct. Because it's so much longer. Yeah, I was going to yeah. because oh instead of three gosh. words, it's you... two,
0: four, eight words. <laughs> <Some> <laughs> <little> technically. <laughs> technically. <laughs> Yeah, I liked hey, it. Though. I mean, it does. I thought it hey, sounded good. Money, <laughs> <laughs> that was good. That sounded good. I think. Maybe I it know. didn't. I don't know.
1: Who are we to judge? judge? Yeah. I'm not the right we, judge. I, we need somebody a Korean speaker to tell us and actually tell us to say it first and see how they say it. Yes, Korean definitely. listeners,
0: please. Yeah. In the comments. Give us a, send us a, a happy memo. New Year.
1: Yeah. <laughs> video text. Yeah,
0: send me an uh, send me a voicemail and I will have it translated. My number is 555-555-1255. Nice. Uh
2: that's real. Uh well, hey, last episode I think we asked for a uh, rating and review um for Christmas and we got one. Uh this is from Shorty Ninja 007 given to us December 24th, which is fantastic. Uh it Merry says great Christmas. chemistry and diverse guests, five stars. Uh, please take some time and give the show a listen. Even though the hosts have never met in person, they seem to engage like they have known each other for years and do a wonderful job of sharing their thoughts and views with honesty and a willingness to be vulnerable about their personal experiences. Uh, the guests range from cads who are relatively new to adoptive slash Korean journeys to well-established scholars, uh, which allows for enlightening and thoughtful interviews. So the John Chi Show is another much-needed outlet for adopted Korean Americans to share adoption slash Korean narratives from their perspective. So Shorty Ninja 07, thanks for that. Yeah, Shout out to you. Shorty
0: Ninja 07. Also,
2: your username is Killer.
0: <laughs> that was a great review. Yeah. Obviously, and it does just show that Shorty Ninja 07 has been listening to our show from the very beginning, knowing that we've never met in person. I mean, because some first guests review, are like, You guys have never met before?
2: Our first review, the person had listened from the very beginning, but it was one episode. And they're like, I want to try, <laughs> like, <laughs> <I also wanna laughs> try some kimchi. I also want to try some kimchi.
1: And that we should hilarious. also mention that we ended the year on a very special note, finding out that we were one of the top ten uh, podcasts to listen to for the uh, Asian American Journalists Association. So we yes. had listed, shout out uh, to the um,
0: Aaja. That was and the people a that surprise list and
1: a pretty amazing uh, thing to see online. Uh, that was awesome.
0: What That's- was your What was your guys' first reactions when? Well, Nathan, did you find it first? I just kind yeah. of saw notification and wasn't really prepared to see that.
1: Yeah, I, I saw that notification that we were tagged, and, and I looked it up real quick, and I was like, oh, who is this? And then, AAJA, so I went to their website, went to their Twitter, just to see, you know, what they were all about, because I ha- actually hadn't heard about them yet, and uh, yeah, they did like a, a year-end review of multiple things, podcasts, um, uh, you know... They had books on there, I books, believe. Books, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> So it was, maybe, just, uh, it was like sure. a year-end review for uh, you know Asian American Pacific Islander um, uh, resources, and to be listed as a as a podcast is is like I said amazing. I I'm very humbling. So <laughs> thank you. Sorry, I was just
2: I was thinking. Uh when I saw that, I just lost my mind and <laughs> literally was at a loss for words. Didn't do any research, didn't do anything that you just described. I was just like, what? Classic. So, and then like I saw Patrick and I was like, uh yeah. So I think if we had to describe our reactions in a single emoji, mine would have been the ghosty looking, like hands oh, yeah. on the face, you know, <laughs> emoji. Okay. Yeah. And I think Patrick's was like the mind blown. And then Nathan was probably just like a man shrugging.
1: It's like yeah that's cool <laughs> well i'm i'm come from the the mindset because of my photography business and everything that i, I get notifications for like you've won an award or would you like to mm. buy this website there's a lot of scammers <laughs> out there there's a
0: good range yeah
1: there i mean there's all kinds Damn. of things that that you have been rated as the, one of the top 10 photographers in Anaheim i'm like that's oh, amazing okay and so i get a lot of stuff where it's like is this real <laughs> is this true and so i i want to do research before i i celebrate <laughs> so uh, Understandable, that's, yeah, and so that—that's just my skepticism, I guess. But I, I, I just felt like that, that
2: very thing. much matched our vibes. It was did. like <laughs> Nathan was like, yeah, that's cool, and Patrick and I was just like, <laughs>
1: <laughs> what? <laughs> Say what? And the where and the but hey now, yes. who? Thank you, Aaja, for that. We yeah. are very ha- honored. So definitely honored
0: for being so for being such a young p-cast you know,
1: Pcast like to that. So be featured on that list
0: is cool, especially because because we are like adoptees, so we're still trying to like find our way. In No, we that we community. are
2: adoptees. We're not like
0: kind adoptees. of like we adoptees.
1: are adoptees. Right.
0: cut that like out. Just, I said that with a strike through. You didn't uh, hear yeah. that? You didn't hear the strike through? Nope, <laughs> nope, uh, not. But awake just trying enough. to continue to be a part of the community and stuff, and to be recognized by members of the Asian American community at large. Yeah, two yeah, thumbs the, the, all the way up korean adoptee
2: counter public if you will and we have so I'm much, trying that's like the coolest, to drop that that's like that's like the coolest phrase i'm just like yeah i'm part of the counter constantly dropping that one <laughs> i love it i still i mean i i understand it but it's like still kind of hard for me to grasp anyways um let's move on to our little i keep wanting to say Kete Pika, but that's we're not a spanish i keep presents podcast we're just uh <laughs> The show yep. podcast don't um, re-brand
0: us, man don't do the, it
2: the uh, the thing that we're talking about today is new year's new uss uh what are our goals and plans for 2021 um
1: nathan let's start with you do you have any do you do resolutions and if so what are they i used to do resolutions i would mm-hmm. say the probably the most common resolution was always health and fitness yeah um and i to to fall back on a and <laughs> on that would be i don't know expected so i'll just say that that i would like to do that more often we actually did get an exercise bike last year and everything and i used it maybe 20 times um but i want to use it a lot more uh i mean i when i ride it i hear people that are, that are hitting their 5000th ride or 1000th ride you know these, these huge milestones and i'm like i'm at 20 so i i want to definitely bump that up um and uh, there's there's a lot more coming in store for this year. It's uh, going to be a year of change and a year of, uh, you know... New hope, and I think uh, that mm. that's
4: Yeah, <laughs> by that one I think you guys going to say something. <laughs> <Star Wars-y. laughs>
1: There's a lot of really good new Star Wars shows coming out, right? So we yes, can, very we can excited jump into that. that on another another episode. But yeah, I, I'm looking forward to this year for a lot of reasons that I will uh, announce later. But um, yeah, mm. like Do we know, hopefully. Meeting each other
2: in person. Yes,
1: that would Once be. Once the one vaccine of them, rolls sure. out and
2: we're good to travel and all that stuff.
1: Oh, yeah. Oh, I'll be lucky to get the vaccine by 2022. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> we'll see. What about you guys?
0: Um, yeah, I feel like, uh, same as Nathan, for a long time, when I would do a resolution, it would always be health based, I feel like. Um, I am kind of that this year, but for this year, it's not so much resolution as it is just continuing to sustain this journey that I'm on uh, not just with this not just with this but in my personal life and doing everything got a marriage coming up or a wedding coming Ooh, up in yeah. September yeah um you know just trying to being entrenched in the job that I've been in and trying to move forward there and then everything that we'm doing here uh, with this show um, just continuing to hope to move forward and you know even when it's not all positive, hoping and pushing through the negativity, you know, by having a good mindset and continuing to do that. So that's what I'm looking forward to in 2021. And like Nathan, I have a couple other things that I hopefully will be able to announce coming up. Um, oh, I will say this. Actually, no, I'll save it for later. Oh, oh what a tease. Teasing. <laughs> we
1: have so many teasers on this episode. Everyone's going to have to come back.
0: Actually, I will make an announcement. I will make an announcement. So you've probably heard Jerry talk about it some, um, but I did used to do music. If you go to my Facebook or my SoundCloud today you'll see that I released a new song um, what? yesterday. I was, I was too busy sleeping uh, to make any make any noise about it but I had that go live yesterday um, I've had it for a minute but I'm planning on releasing a project at some point this year. First one in two years, last one probably forever but wow, I have wow. something coming so that's big announcement
1: that's freaking awesome i'm gonna bring that up right after this <laughs>
2: yeah we're gonna we're gonna blast it all over our socials so if you don't follow us follow us at the john chi show and join our facebook group the john chi show after party um where i posted uh, a photo of my new new year's tradition which is an old korean tradition of making doku uh which is rice cake soup um so, yeah, so I it, I thought it was good, um, and it, it leads me into, I guess, my resolution for this year. I feel like, um, unlike the two of you where health was a recurring resolution, uh, that I just apparently don't care about my health like that. <laughs> <laughs> um,
1: or you're already healthy, so you don't have no, to worry about, that about exactly. it. Yeah, exactly. You're young. Uh, who, who thinks about that when they're young?
2: I mean— anyways uh so anyways so my so my new year's resolution um like in years past has uh, has historically been to get better at korean um and this year this past year uh 2020 i realized i've kind of hit that point where i'm not necessarily going to get better unless i really immerse myself in it like i i know enough of the building blocks um i'm not like fantastic at grammar i definitely don't have any of the vocabulary but like i just uh so i downloaded this app called drops and um it, its whole thing is like do korean practice korean five minutes a day right mm-hmm. and so while i was practicing korean i had gotten more vocabulary and learned that like to say soup is soup, and salad is salad um <laughs> so like just feel like I'm, oh cheese is uh so i learned a lot of new food words and things like that um But I I was just like, you know, if I got off the the horse, I was like, I don't know what to to do there. And then um, when I was shopping for the tokuk ingredients, I was like, well, I want to be able to read this. And like I went looking for uh, fish sauce, you know, and I was like, wait, I don't actually know how to say fish sauce in Korean. And like all of the labels were in Korean. I was like, well, that isn't helpful. Um, So anyways, so I, I... I guess my my resolution this year is to uh, more fully immerse myself in Korean culture, and I don't know if that's uh, once a week or whatever, um, but like just take some time where I all I do is you know listen to Korean music, watch a K drama, or try to read things in Korean, um, so that I can you know retain that and and really soak my brain in Korean. Um, so I think tangibly, I think I might try to release. One Korean song cover each month and like translated myself or you know, try to to do that. Uh, so kind of Patrick Damn. adjacent,
4: um, but I'm not like creating content,
2: original content, I'm just covering stuff. Um, so yeah, so I. I'm, I probably won't do K-pop. It might be I might do K-pop. I don't know, but uh, do a there's a lot of version. K-indie stuff um yeah. that I really like. So, yeah, so that's my goal is sometime in January, uh, you know, sometime in the month just to release a cover song in Korean so that I can can do that. So, nice. yeah. I'm excited about that.
0: Dude, that's exciting. I'm excited to hear that. Yeah, cool. Yeah, how yeah. did
1: moving back to the food thing? How did the you didn't just make tuk, you also did other banchan, uh, right?
0: So I,
2: I did just make the dukguk and then um bought pre made oh, okay. banchan and all that stuff. Mm. So uh they you know we were at H Mart and like the kimchi jars were large and i was like well i don't want like a huge jar of kimchi uh to leave um so but we found like the the pre-made banchan and um john which is another type of It's like so jeon is like a korean pancake but it's right. a specific subgroup mm-hmm. of korean pancake that is commonly eaten i guess around the years um so i got cucumber kimchi and radish kimchi which were both like really sweet which mm-hmm. i liked um, so it wasn't, you know, like kind of that strong uh, fermenty smell mm-hmm. or anything. Um, and then we had a variety pack of jeon. So like different um, Korean pancakes so is fish and crab and veggie and kimchi and all that stuff. Um, and then I was looking for chop jay, but I couldn't find any pre-made and I was like, well, whatever. Uh, so, yeah, so the the doggook was good. I think I didn't use enough meat for how much water i had Mm. um and then i did some other stuff like with seaweeds and what i was like oh i can mess with this oh and then i ended up getting i didn't know this exists soy sauce for soup which is kind of a thinner thing and probably a soup base kind of um no it's like it's meant as a a means of flavoring the broth and whatnot um so and it's it's a little thinner maybe than traditional soy sauce Mm. or whatever so um yeah so i didn't use enough of that so then when i like the second time added that in, you know, it ended up being good. So uh yeah, it was a really easy meal to make, honestly. Cool. And I'd never made a broth based soup before. Uh so I was like, Yeah, you just chop some stuff up, throw it in, let it sit, great, done. Um, so I'm excited to continue eating that and uh, exploring more Korean foods uh this year.
1: Nice. So yeah, I'm jealous. I wanted yeah. to make it too, and I'd posted about it in a couple groups and then I couldn't. I couldn't get out. I didn't have any time. My wife worked both days before, oh, yeah. and I didn't get a chance to get to the market. And I even considered making my own rice cakes, but I didn't have any uh, rice flour or tapioca mm. powder. I guess is the other ingredient.
2: So. I went. Yeah, I was just like, I'm just gonna buy all the pre-made stuff, yeah. and then just like put it together on my own.
1: That's what so I like, wanted to do for the first one too, but I, I mm. couldn't get out to the market. So unfortunately, Tops. I'll have to. I'll have to wait for next year, but.
2: Oh, and then I introduced my parents to soju, which Ooh. is cool. Uh, but it wasn't Jinro; it was good friend soju. <laughs> good friend soju.
1: Okay.
2: Uh, but it was, Did they like it? Do they yeah, drink it they, all? They, normally, they were like, "Ooh, yeah. Uh, yeah." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but they, uh, I don't. Yeah, I don't think that they ever had it. And I got apple flavor and grape flavor, and they okay. were wait, grape? No, strawberry. <laughs> strawberry flavor. I think Jinro strawberry is better, but <laughs> Start this them apple. am off with
1: the flavored stuff.
2: Yeah, the <laughs> apple was a red delicious apple, and it was. Quite delicious.
1: Mmm,
0: that sounds so, yeah. good.
2: Cool, um, cool, I like the green yeah.
0: apple one better for general, anyway, so. Oh, really? I'm gonna have to try that.
2: Yeah, I like the green apple, but the red delicious apple was, yeah, it was good. Yeah. Um, all right, so we've got an interview uh, with Molly Enloe, and uh, she is a scuba instructor turned M.A., uh, which I'm assuming stands for medical assistant. We actually we'd didn't never get asked. Into that. I didn't even think it's, to ask, yeah. but I assumed
0: <laughs> I did make that same assumption.
2: So yeah, um, so obviously because of the pandemic, uh, scuba diving and traveling and stuff to places where you do that has been uh, ground to a halt. Um, so yeah, so she um, is located in the DC area, and uh, we talk with her just about um, growing up with a community of adoptees, and then um, her process of self racializing. Um, kind of during our college years and and where that has led to now and some goals um for the the upcoming year uh it was filmed right before before after Mm -hmm. christmas um after i actually don't remember if we get into much christmas talk but uh if we do that's what's up uh (laughs) so yeah here is the interview right now
0: roll interview Welcome back to the John Cheese Show. We are here today with Molly and... Wait, what? <laughs> I just You said welcome back and I said thank you. Oh, it's nice to be here. You're very welcome. You're very welcome. <clears throat> Let me take that again from the top. <laughs> welcome back to the John Cheese <laughs> Show. We are here with our very special guest today, Molly Lo. Molly, thank you for joining us today. Um, how are you doing?
3: I'm well, thanks. Thank you guys for having me. I've uh, been a bit busy with... Uh, work, but besides that everything's been pretty good. Can't complain. Yeah. How about you guys? <laughs>
2: <laughs> good. So it's it's recovering from Christmas. B no, you know what I'm I'm gonna bump it to A minus. A minus feels right, actually. <laughs> you're yeah. You're on the record for B plus from the <laughs> No, I'm I'm bumping it up to A minus. I'm allowed to change my rating. I don't know why This I is my show, <laughs> Patrick. Jeez.
0: <laughs> I I come on, with how are you? Because we're just rehashing <laughs> the first seven minutes of before recording. So I like it. That's just how we do it on the show. You know, that's what we do. Um, we're actually going to talk about it in the intro. I don't know what I'm doing. We haven't done this in a while. <laughs> <laughs> Patrick's like, guys, it's after Christmas. Right. My brain is broken. I don't know what to do. <laughs> I'm back in it. All right, Molly, thank you for coming on the show. We kick it off the same way each interview. We want to know... And want you to share with our audience with us uh, a little bit about your adoption story and just uh, a little bit about growing up.
3: Yeah. um, So I was adopted uh, from South Korea when I was seven months old. Um, I grew up in Bethesda, Maryland, very white Jewish household. Um, But thankfully, you know, the neighborhood growing up, almost all of the kids were adopted. Really? I, yeah, it was very surprising, honestly. Um, my neighbors were adopted. My best friends growing up were all adopted. So I had quite a good, diverse group of friends, to say the least. And growing up in the, D- the DMV, it's been very um, culturally, I don't know, immersive, I guess, is the best way yeah. to put it. Um, but basically... Yeah. I remember my dad telling me they were on a trip in Martha's vineyard and they saw these Korean kids playing in the water. And my dad went up to the family and asked where they were from. And they said, Korea and right then. And then he was like, okay, I want to adopt a kid from Korea. That's it. Like my head, my heart set on it. Hmm. And I don't think my mom had much to say. She was like, okay. (laughs) Um, So then they adopted me in 2000. or 1999. Um, and I've been in uh, Maryland my entire life. Um, right and I was born in Daegu. I'm not sure if I'm pronouncing that right. But yep, good enough. You got it.
2: Hometown, <laughs> baby. That's where KJ <laughs> was adopted. I think of Dallas is my hometown. So, Birth
1: Town. That's yeah. birth town. Yes, birth birth town. Is it? <laughs> <laughs> Um
3: KJ. But...
1: Sorry. KJ, is that bell going to ruin the audio?
3: Oh, I yeah, mean, it want want me is to what take it it off is. him.
1: Uh oh, is that possible? Is it is it Ooh, I didn't know if yes, it was just please. a toy that he was playing with. Or I couldn't it tell just, if there
2: was a toy. Yeah, I was like, <clears throat> so for the listeners at home, this is uh, <laughs> Molly has a cat named Louie, and Louie is three months old and he loves to play. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> listen at home. She thought she grabbed the bell, and now he's found a new bell. He's playing. How with many bell. bell toys have you given him? I
3: don't know. Uh, Apparently, way too many. Okay. <laughs>
2: it's okay. That you're not a full time podcaster, so it's probably yeah. fine.
0: <laughs> the facial expression you gave to him when you heard that second bell go off was he priceless. I wish we bell. were recording. That was amazing.
3: But yeah, I grew up in Maryland my entire life. Uh, went to school in D.C. Uh, a lot of again, my friends are adopted. My best friend's adopted from China, and we've just been able to talk a lot about our past and current and future experiences, which is really nice. Um, oh my God. Sorry. <laughs> 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 uh, this is I, amazing. But yeah, I think that's the beautiful part about growing up in D.M.V. Like. Since it's where all of the embassies are and all of the politicians are, there's such a diverse group that you don't really get anywhere else, which is very nice. Um, I was We've hosted exchange students from China and Ireland and countless other places. Um, so it's been very interesting to hear other people's stories who've gone through similar, yet very different um, past, I guess, like, growing up.
2: Right yeah. um, really quickly, is DMV like DC, Maryland, Virginia?
3: Yes, yep. sorry, I should have specified. It's, Got it. We call it the DMV, which I know it gets confusing.
1: Well, it just gives it some interesting connotations. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. Was, I was thinking, like, like- Department of Motor Vehicles.
3: <laughs> yeah, like, a lot of people... Like,
1: <laughs> reference. When you go to get your license renewed, it's a very interesting situation. And that's the a DMV in the
2: DMV. Playing in a fountain, I'm like, what DMV has a fountain in it? That's bougie.
3: <laughs> What's well, funny, like, some people who move here, I'm like, oh, how do you like the DMV? And they're like, I don't like it very much. And I'm like, the long lines, like, Why you move here? <laughs> <sucks. laughs> that's hilarious. Yeah. I just love
0: queuing. Louie has got the most bell toys. I love it. because he's enjoying playing with them which my cat doesn't enjoy toys anymore apparently so
2: i mean it's just it's just here i I say this is part of making a podcast in
0: 2020
3: sorry lou can i call him lou yeah
0: (laughs) so i thought it was i thought something really interesting you touched on and where you're growing up is that you grew up in a community full of adoptees i don't feel like even our guests from Minnesota, where they're the land of 10,000 adoptees, they're like, I grew up not knowing a single other person that was adopted or of color. So I think it's really interesting that in your neighborhood, you were able to, you know, have that experience. I wonder if you could just I know you talked about it just being very diverse. Uh, I wonder if you just speak on those experiences a little bit. Did you guys talk about the adoption process at all? What was that? What, What were those experiences like?
3: Well, so all of my friends growing up were either adopted or from a different background or somewhere mm-hmm. from here. But every single friend that I've had, we've talked about adoption and the process and the ages we were adopted and what our parents tried to do to feel us, make us feel more included. <laughs> but my best friend, Emily, she and I have talked endless days about just our experiences, I was adopted so young at seven months, she was adopted at like a year and a half. And I've had other friends who are also from Korea who've been adopted and, you know, their parents pushed more for them to be in adoptee groups, kind of like showing them their culture versus me and Emily's parents who we they tried to introduce us to, you know, well, for my parents, Korea, um, and for Emily's China, but I felt like it was more forced than it was more forced than I wanted it to be. And maybe that was my mm-hmm. resentment growing up as an adoptee, but I definitely rejected all of their, you know, the gifts and the trying to take me to Korean restaurants and, introducing me to the culture and history of it all until about a few years ago when I decided to branch out on my own which has been very eye-opening to say the least
2: can you explain more about like what you mean when you say uh your I guess resentment towards being shown your kind of I guess heritage is that what we call it I don't actually know culture
0: heritage birth yeah, Anything?
2: sure. or stuff about Korea? Wars
0: and culture?
3: Yeah, so I grew up with two siblings who were birth children of my adopted parents. And I think them being this whole family, like they all look the same. They all have the same personalities. They are just one. And then me, and then kind of growing up, I realized like, through my teenagers, I was like oh I'm not a part of their family like they adopted me but I'm not their kid da, 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 da. I wanted to be separated from them and I think also is growing up we used to travel quite a bit and other states countries just cultures they weren't as aware as the DMV as DC um about children being adopted um constantly when we went to anything that had a line they would put the rope down in front of me cutting me off from my family i took a trip to china Uh, i got dragged basically by this chinese policeman thinking i was a tibetan beggar from my family um so
1: yeah
3: it's been a hectic growing up and i didn't think it would be that bad because like growing up in the dc um
2: you say, say the, the DMV. Yeah, you it's can fine. Say I just the DMV. I need that first yeah, explanation. I, like I just saw so. you were like <laughs> working extra hard, and you're like, wait, wait yeah. against it. The, yeah, just drop start. the DMV.
0: Oh, okay. We like it. <laughs> I
3: like it. <laughs> but yeah, growing up the DMV, everyone was adopted or knew about adoption, and even like in Colorado, I was in Boulder of all places, which I was like, that's pretty like diverse and considering other parts of Colorado. And one woman's like, how are you adopted? Like she couldn't wrap her mind around it. Um, So it just, yeah. So I think those past experiences growing up, like I was just resented my family, even though obviously nothing was their fault. Um, But just the unknown of my birth family. And I guess not knowing like, you know, my medical history, I don't know how I'm going to turn out in the future, just endless possibilities. I took it out on them and just recently, I think when I was like 19, I decided, okay, I want to learn about Korea. I want to take charge and finally try to learn it my way, not when my parents wanted to introduce me. So it took quite some time to get there, but I'm glad I got there finally.
0: (laughs) I think it's really interesting that your experience is so inverse to a lot of the experiences that we've had conversations about so far Um, in regards to you having connected with adoptees first and then starting to kind of self-actualize in a racial manner uh, in terms of coming to grips or reckoning with your Korean or your Asian um, identity. I was wondering if you could just talk to us a little bit about you know, what caused that shift here, you know, you said a couple years ago, where you started to want to pursue um, those questions or that part of yourself? Uh, What kind of precipitated that move there?
3: Yeah. um, Well, okay, so I've done therapy, and I've had adoption therapists, because my parents, I think, realized how much, again, I resented the family. Um, So I started seeing an adoption therapist who I didn't really liked the idea of that because I thought I could do it on my own. And then first year, first semester of college, I met this girl Maggie who was from China and she introduced me to all of her Chinese friends who were just kind of from all over and they were first generation immigrants. I want to say almost, but um, they were very different from people I've met here because usually The Asian people I've met here, they're all Americanized. And it really opened my eyes to everything I'm missing from my culture and everything I like. I literally don't know anything. And it made me want to learn more and just kind of open myself up to something very beautiful that I have been rejecting.
2: Was there a particular moment? um with Maggie and company, uh that sticks out in your mind that you were like, oh man, this is so cool and I'm sure that this that there's something like this that exists in Korea. Or was it just like kind of the overall experience of being with her and her own oh, I'm gonna stop there. <laughs> I was like <laughs> I, I could go longer, but I I will future future KJ will appreciate it if I stop there. So
3: <laughs> um yeah I remember it was the first house party, house party I went nice. to, and they were all there. I met a couple of them at this. We used to do beer pong tournaments, and like that was our thing. <laughs> nice,
2: that's like quintessential and, college
3: right now.
0: Yeah, yeah. <laughs> taking me back.
3: Um, and I loved it. I never had a close group of Asian friends. I've had Asian friends, um, but not a tight knit group where I felt super comfortable. I maybe I always felt a little weird being with solely asian people growing up in a just very diverse area um so it was the first house party we were all there there were people who were maggie who's more americanized and then girls who were didn't speak a lick of english mm-hmm. um and that i was like i really like this like you know they're different like maybe to me i was a, I was a little intimidated at first i was like oh my gosh they're very outgoing. A little crazy but it was just a difference of culture and I loved how they interacted they all got along they all kind of just respected each other and from the American culture and the Chinese culture which is interesting to see the mixture of them and after that we've just hung out all the time still did our beer pong tournaments still got to learn about their culture and they tried to help break me out of my shell a little bit more which was comforting
2: so i want to make sure i understand correctly it was maggie and company like the lot of them were they all international students or were some of them like first gen american or like what was the makeup there
3: maggie was chinese american and then we had a small kind of tight group but they um I think a lot of them are first generation.
2: So all Chinese American, generally. Yeah. Okay. Um, so were your adopted fr- friends growing up? Were they all generally Asian American?
3: No, there was no raid
2: So yeah, so I'm, I'm just I'm listening to you, you know, talk about this and uh, kind of in that, that switch from going from like uh, a group of adoptees to. Like, as you self racialize, really. Um, And it sounds like a similar process that I went through in college. Hanging out with like first gen Asian Americans or international students and things helped me realize like what it meant to be in a properly Asian American community for the first time. And so I think what's interesting is as I was learning about kind of my own history and and Asian American history and celebrating, uh, shoot, what's it called? Asian American month Pulitzer? Basically. Oh. No. Right. Is like our month I in May, you. basically. Heritage uh, Month. Heritage yeah, yeah, Month. Yeah. Um, my wife pointed out to me, she was like, you use they when you talk about Asians a lot. Um, because That's I hadn't like understood myself as Asian American. And I know that, that you wrote in your guest form that for a while you just thought of yourself as a, a an American, right? Like mm-hmm. no yeah. no hyphen attached to that, right? So um I very much identify with that. And I wonder if um part of your uh self-racializing was actually hanging out with some hyphen Americans in a way where you were like, oh, these people are cool, and they look like me, and they're comfortable with who they are in a way that I think uh, a lot of adoptees, if they um, don't consciously choose to be a blank American, um, they uh, have this sense of like, I don't feel comfortable in my own skin, because I don't feel I guess, yeah, properly Asian American, you know, like they just haven't. Yeah. So like anytime that that's forced on them, they're like, Oh, I guess I am Asian, you know, unless, yeah. it, you know, like it's, it's kind of one of those weird juggling acts. but I, that just sounds very similar to my story. Cause I was like, Oh yeah. At some point there was a very clear moment in, in my own history. I was like, and now I have, I understand that I'm Asian American, you know, which for me, that was like three months ago when I was like, yep, I understand myself that way. So.
3: Yeah. Um, I mean, obviously, like filling out forms growing up, I press, you know, clicked Asian, but yeah. I, I, yeah, like same as you, didn't really recognize myself as Asian American. I think I wanted so bad to just be American, um, because, I mean, I'm sure all of you have experiences growing up. They're like, oh, where are you from? And I'm like, oh, like D.C. And they're like, no, where are you from? From, from the D.M.V.
0: Mm-hmm. Where are you really from? <laughs>
3: And that, that, and just like the endless questions, like, again, with my parents being doctors, they're like, Oh, are you going to be a doctor? Do they want you to be a doctor? Da, da, da It just got tiring. And I was like, no, I'm solely an American. That's it. But yeah. there's so much. I realized missing from me as an adult that I wish I had explored earlier. And I wish I had accepted or not accepted, but acknowledged that I am Asian American and from a much earlier age, Um, but I think with any kids growing up, like, kids are mean, and they bully, and uh, as weird as it sounds, coming from a very diverse place, kids still would make me kind of feel bad about being Asian sometimes, which was strange, they'd make slightly racist jokes, obviously, they were kids, they didn't know any better, but I think that's why, yeah, like you, I just kind of was like, nope, I'm not hyphenated, just solely American. So,
0: yeah, like the whole of Asian America is strapped with this model minority narrative and the submissive like role. So, you know, it's like, it's, it's everywhere. Like you said, you grew up in a diverse neighborhood with a lot of adoptees and um, other people of color, and you still had to deal with that. And you'd think you get into areas like that, it would go, it would, be a lot more less prevalent but unfortunately it's not and that's just the systemic issues that we deal with in this country so i was wondering if you could take us to those moments after you've met maggie and her group of friends um and you're like okay i want to learn now what was the first thing that you told yourself you're like molly you're gonna go and learn like the food or the language or <laughs> what, what was the first thing that you're like i gotta dig into this What what was that what was that like
3: um, half of me wanted to learn the language, which it is very difficult. I learned the hard way. Um, I tried Duolingo. I thought about signing up for an online tutor, um, which I don't have money for. So Duolingo <laughs> it was. Um, and then the other half of me wanted just to learn about the present culture. Of course, I still want to learn about the history and everything, but. I wanted to follow more Korean influencers, um, learn about more Korean dishes, learn about more Korean restaurants, go to H Mart more, of course. Um, and, <laughs> but it was mainly the language, which kind of stunted me a little bit. It, I knew it would be difficult, and I know you should learn languages young, but I think not having a hands-on tutor, like having to do it myself, really stop me from trying to improve in that category um i still you know try to keep up with whatever instagram or youtube influencers there are and kind of watch their cooking videos and kind of their heritage videos um which has been very interesting but i want to look more into regular day people from korea not famous ones and see what i can learn from them because obviously influencers they put their best foot forward and make it seem a lot more cheerful and easier than it is but i've you know tried to keep like a book of just everything that i've been learning and want to keep learning and but it was definitely culture by far
0: What's what's something that you've learned of present-day Korean culture that surprised you the most, or the least?
3: I guess, well, with that group, with Maggie's group, surprisingly a lot of them listened to K-pop, which I didn't know much about, and I didn't realize how much variety there was of it. But for me, it was just the type of music they had. It was very different from what i grew up with i didn't also realize that they all had like girl bands or boy bands i didn't know that was a thing (laughs) i knew there was like a couple of them but i didn't realize like every single group is a boy band or girl band um which was very interesting but yeah i'm still trying to take it like little by little with the pandemic i haven't done any new research unfortunately
1: and then what about food nothing have you done much food? You said you followed some cooking shows. So have you tried to cook some uh, dishes or, or something?
3: Yeah, I've tried doing, like, cooking some Korean food at home. It's a little difficult cooking, for one. Um, and, like, not going out, obviously, to get food too much. So I've, you know, tried making, you know, Korean barbecue and hot pot and other, like, pancakes and whatnot here. But it would be a lot easier if I had, you know, friends or a roommate or something to someone to do it with.
0: My sister just sent me a Korean cookbook. Haven't cracked into it yet. Yeah. <laughs> I went to make something and uh, made, got all the wrong ingredients, so <laughs> I, felt really, I felt really stupid. So I was like, let's just shut this, put it back up <laughs> on the shelf. Um, and yeah, so we're actually planning on making bibimbap for New Year's. So oh, for New Year's. We'll, we'll awesome. be back to let you know how that turns out. Yeah, <laughs>
2: I, Sarah just got me a uh, traditional hot stone bowl, Ooh. so I can make and oh, nice. bibimbap, which I'm so excited about. And I just watched. Uh, okay, so don't burn yourself. <laughs> I, yeah, good call. So as as being a good. Uh, friend i guess whatever uh associate i was listening to um our co-nominees two horny goats and bamboo and glass uh, a couple of their episodes and the one from two horny goats was talking about food and so they were like the way they talked about food maybe you really like start cooking because i love cooking and i just haven't had time um and then when i got uh like right before i got the the doso um i was watching the salt fat acid heat documentary Uh, on netflix and then i was like now i'm like super ready to cook and then she gets that and i'm like and then i left it at home but my plan is to cook a korean meal for my family tomorrow so fingers crossed we'll see because i'm so close to like a proper h mart here you know so do it what are you cooking i don't know yet i'm uh, Mm. I'm gonna do some
1: research you guys might inspire me didn't you say it's tomorrow yeah (laughs)
2: dude i
0: i'm on vacation all i have to do is wake up okay that's the only thing (laughs) on my agenda tomorrow literally just open your eyes yeah. and then shut them again so That's let's it. swap That's places I,
3: do. I don't want to work <laughs> yeah.
0: molly that, that was uh, actually going to be my next question you've talked about being busy during the pandemic i was wondering if you could share a little bit about what you do currently um and what you've been doing uh during this whole thing
3: yeah i started working at a, a private medical office um just because i can't trap like as a SCOOP instructor, my whole job requires traveling. So that has been put on hold. Um, they were looking for work. I s- kind of do administrative associate work, but I also work kind of as an MA because we've been short-staffed. It's been mainly COVID-related, surprisingly enough. Um, <laughs> but it's it's been very stressful. Um, even the slow days, it's nonstop. COVID questions, COVID testing, COVID, I don't even know, virtual appointments. Um, We have patients who will call 15 times a day, just about, I don't know, COVID question. And it's stressful. I've been working nonstop. I work six days a week. It's been very eye-opening and a very good learning experience, especially during the pandemic with how little I did know about medicine versus how much i do now but i did just get my vaccine yesterday so that was pretty oh,
0: nice nice let's see so <laughs> hold it show us your form show us your your file it's <laughs> no, in there no, i I'm actually you don't got
3: have a vaccine <laughs> card
1: oh cool
0: yeah nice.
3: um but it was interesting it was nerve-wracking to get it i was a little nervous not gonna lie yeah um i got the moderna one so that was
2: mm-hmm. mm. oh yeah
3: extra yeah. nerve-wracking yeah, Um, but everything's fine. All my coworkers got it, so it's been pretty good.
1: And you said you've been a scuba instructor before that, but that required traveling? You don't just do Virginia <laughs> scuba diving area? Like, I don't know specifically where over there, but are you on the coast, or where mm, did you do the scuba diving instruction?
3: Yeah, so, well, considering I'm 10 miles from D.C., not near a coast at all, so... Mm. um I started scuba diving when I was 13 and I've gone diving mainly in the Caribbean. Um, I was going to travel quite a bit this summer to Egypt and Italy and work with the national aquarium, but those were all canceled. Um, And I had a plan to go whale shark tagging and do this ocean conservation program in Ecuador. But I think the most frustrating part was, I just became an instructor this past year, and then I was about to. Yeah. Know, like, no, no. No. I know everyone's like, you know, it's not just me, but it was. Yeah. A little frustrating. It's unfortunate
2: so. to like cross that finish line and then be like, hey, "Yeah, now you wait." Like, well, yeah. Come on. Yeah. Um,
3: but I I taught in Mexico for a couple months, which was really nice, um, and I definitely want to go back. But obviously, I have to it out a little bit and i don't even know if places are offering diving really
0: so well i'd say once it's all cleared back up that that's probably going to be a hot commodity yeah. because people are going to not want to just go to the beach they're like i gotta do scuba Ever. diving yeah i gotta do deep sea fishing skydiving, or whatever rocking down skydiving. Climbing. <laughs> going 2.7 seconds and then bungee jumping whatever that's what
1: yeah, yeah. <laughs> now we're singing lyrics.
0: So I have one other question just that you had brought up about what you've been doing now and you've learned a lot of new things like medical in the medical field, you know, just stuff about medicine. Um, has this have you felt that any of this stuff that you've learned or been learning has made you want to even more pursue in that direction of, of you know, like a biological search or anything like that do you think that's played any role at all is it too soon to tell
3: um actually so i guess my adoption agency once you turn 12 or 13 or something they are allowed to release all that and the biological parents information kind of to you um unfortunately there wasn't much on my parents but i did get to meet my foster mom when i was nine years old which was very I don't know, um, bittersweet, I guess. I mm-hmm. obviously don't remember her because I was only seven months old. I think I was a little overwhelmed and scared being kind of just thrown in a room with my family and her and a translator. Um, it wasn't as warm as I thought it would be, but-
2: Do you have pictures of her like, and you as a baby? Or was or you just like, this is your foster mom? And you were like, okay.
3: Yeah, I have a photo of us when I was nine when we met. Um, but besides that, no, I she gave me these dolls. Um, and then there's a photo of me, I think this was for the adoption agency, of me on this little plastic throne with the whole get up and my <laughs> name, like I don't know, on the throne. Um, that I assume she took. Um, but that's that's really it. But yeah, I've um Wanted to look more into my biological parents. Obviously, I want to do 23 Me, which I have no excuse as to why I haven't yet. Um, Girl's name... Except
0: my you own fears. Up, you could come up with a bunch of excuses. I that's literally true. just did one. I literally just did one. Uh, the twenty-six. Yeah, the you morning. blew up yeah. our Instagram on your story. So, well, I wanted to. I'm excited have for part two, bro. For the journey. Yeah, it's I know. Exciting. I got to put it in the mail. So. Well, I haven't even made it to part point one <laughs> to one point two. Putting where it in the mailbox. The in, where you put it in the mailbox. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, I think that's really awesome. You know, I think that adoptees at some point or another are going to come to this this point in their life where they want to search. You know, I feel like it's really cool f- to hear from you, especially because you're so young. I think you're one of the youngest guests that we've had on the show. Yeah. Um, and to be so connected, I think, to the adoptee part of it is really, that blows my mind. And I could ask you many, 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 many questions <laughs> about that. Um, but I don't want to take up all <laughs> of the night. So we will not make that happen. Um, I ju- but I do think it's really cool that you've had, you've been able to, f- to find the, the courage and, and the determination to go on that journey and to start exploring that, you know, it takes a lot, I think. Um, and a lot of people don't do it. Uh, adoptees don't do it until they're 30 like myself. So the fact that you're doing at a young age, I think is really cool. And I think it sets you up for a lot of cool things, uh, going forward. I know it's kind of a rehash, but I just want to, to hear what you think um, outside of that. What is the thing outside of that, that bio search? What is the thing you're most excited about either doing or learning um, in regards to your Korean heritage or anything to do with like your, the adoptee community? You know, what's, what's the most exciting next step in your mind?
3: I've actually talked about this quite a bit with my parents. I definitely want to go back to Korea. Um, I want to do two trips obviously when everything's cleared to go, but I want to go back for maybe even a few months by myself, explore, try to just immerse myself as much as possible, talk to my foster mom without all that pressure, um, go talk to the adoption agency, um, find out more about my parents, but I want to do that independently. And I think that's one thing that I've thought about a lot in the past five years. And then I do want to do a second trip with my dad um, because I believe that my birth dad is the only one who's still alive. And I want to meet him eventually. I'm not sure when, but I want to bring my adopted dad with me just as support. And I think those are the two most important things um, when it comes to, I don't know, learning more about... (laughs) korea and my heritage and everything history and everything
1: it's really cool i like that you've split it up into two trips because i think a lot of people try to all fit it into one and not only that you you are giving it time where you, where you say you want to be there for many months or so to to explore and to learn and uh, just kind of soak it all in, which I think is is wise as well. I I was only there unfortunately for three days, and that's my only trip I've ever Gosh, been. That there. that blows my mind every time I hear that. Oh. Yeah, because you had three so days. much happen <laughs> to you did in three so days. So much in three days. <laughs> like, but I mean, I really wish I had had more time. I weirdly really wish I had seen more of Seoul. I really wish I'd seen you know other areas and uh, and then, yeah, it's um. Same thing, I, I would love to go back and that you're planning. Uh, I think that's great that you're planning already. So, you know, long trip and then another trip for different things. And so, yeah, that's great. Yeah. And you, you're young, you have all this yeah. time. Don't, <laughs> do oh it young. Young. don't <laughs> limit it. Patrick, you say
2: that like you're like
0: 80 years older than her. <laughs> <laughs> but,
1: but, I but I don't. am. But can, <laughs> you can see? still do it too, Patrick. See, I have three kids, I can't do it anymore. Yeah, so, that's a good point. <laughs> That's a good point. I'm yeah. sorry that I said that, Nathan. You, you literally don't have as many opportunities. Yeah, I, I definitely yeah, have more than any of you. You guys all go do it. You none of you have excuses.
3: Patrick could just babysit. He could babysit. Yeah, see, I'll go. go
1: once and then I'll babysit, and then you can you go, you go. Yeah, and then I come back, and my kids know way more about Star Wars than they ever did.
0: Oh yeah, that'll definitely be a yeah. test run for when I have deeply indoctrinate have to get exactly. into it.
1: Um, yeah, let's not get into that. <laughs> no, but thank you, Molly. Those were great answers. Great uh, great thank story, too. Thank you for too, having and, me.
2: And, yeah. Yes, yeah, was absolutely. wonderful was chatting with you.
1: Definitely a pleasure.
0: pleasure for coming on. Thank you for taking... I know you've been extremely busy, and the listeners don't know, but sometimes when it comes to scheduling guests, it can be a very much a back and forth thing for, yes. for many times. That doesn't make any sense, but it's fine. <laughs> for many times, it can be very, very difficult, and... Molly, really appreciate you finding the time to make it work tonight. Um, thank you for everything you've been doing uh, during the pandemic. And then excited to follow along on your journey um, as we get out of this and you're able to to go take those steps. If you want people to find you, where could people potentially find you, get a hold of you if, if they wanted to, to learn more or follow along?
3: Yeah, my Instagram is um, mmollyenelo. It's just a second M um before my first and last name
0: um well molly again thank you so much for coming on um
3: thank stick around people me.
0: yeah absolutely <laughs> um everybody stick around we're gonna be right back with some sort of snack or something it's a mystery okay bye <laughs> <Roll> <laughs> okay, cut bye. <laughs>
2: Welcome back to the John C. Show. Uh, that was a really fantastic interview that we had with Molly. Um, and now we are digging into our very first food segment of 2021. Uh, we are so excited to be doing this. Um, and this one, we are no longer in Jerry's mystery box. Uh, I think we had spent some time in there and then out of there. But anyways, you got a whole new box. And to help us um, figure out what the heck we're digging into, we have Juliet Blake. Will you, Juliet, will you... Uh, introduce yourself and what we're about to we actually don't know because it's wrapped uh, in from Santa wrapping paper uh, but well, yours is I I, I couldn't oh wait. did you already <laughs> open yours oh my gosh yeah. all right anyways welcome to the show would you tell us what we're about to get into
4: yeah thanks for having me guys um, Nathan got on the bad list and peaked before Christmas or so
1: Nathan. wow <laughs> you- <Cole> wow <laughs> What a way to start 2021. I saw photos, so I haven't opened it, opened (laughs) it. I just took the Christmas wrapping paper off.
4: Well, so you guys are going to be opening a Hello Korea box. I'm really excited. I actually just launched this in mid-December. And yeah, I mean, you know, I was kind of looking at the market and obviously being Korean, I started seeing just kind of like the Korean culture craze. Um, And everyone's just getting really into the K-pop, into K-beauty. Um, one of the things that I had realized was there really wasn't a subscription box that's based here in, in L.A. Uh, or in the U.S. that catered to everything Korean, right? So you would have a Kate Beauty box or a Snack box, uh, but there wasn't something that had a little bit of everything, which I think um, a lot of people really wanted. And so I kind of asked around and did a little bit of research and they were like, yeah, I would totally want to have, you know, just experience a little bit of lifestyle and K-pop merchandise and snacks and food. So that's kind of how the idea came around. I mean, obviously being Korean, you know, for us, it's things that I grew up just with in the household. So for me, they're just like very normal things. And every time friends would come over, they're like, this is. Amazing, it's so cute, and I'm like, oh, is it real? You know, um, you know. And then obviously in our pantries we have ramen all the time, and like we would just eat that, right? Like for us it's like meals, but for my friends that you know aren't Korean, they were just so fascinated by everything in my pantry. So um, you know, the idea came Wait, around. Wait, by ramen,
2: I, really? Yeah, it's
4: crazy. Like, but for us it's so normal, and so I think oh, yeah. like. You know, and I think we've kind of um, gotten to this place where, you know, the Korean culture is just like, it's, it's something that a lot of people look at and they want to emulate. Um, But, you know, I want to be able to show just more to it than just the K-pop aspect, which I think is, like, kind of taking over, like, a little bit too much right now. So it's like, hey, how do we dial that back and make sure that all of these fans also understand, like, all things Korean and not just, like, the music part? So that's kind of where the inspiration came from. Um, But, yeah, if you guys look at the box, um, it's pretty funny. I actually used uh, the Korean air (laughs) color. for the the background, um, to kind of have some kind of association with Korea. Um, I think, you know, obviously Korean Air is just like a really great airline. And so, um, you know, just like little things like that when it came into the marketing, um, of course you need like the little heart. Mm -hmm. So we have the little little finger heart. Um, And then, you know, adding on the uh, Korean characters and just making sure that they kind of integrate with the logo.
2: That's awesome. Well, I'm seeing Nathan handle his package. I'm going to tear mine open right now. Also, though, yeah. I, I need to say uh, this is some of the most beautiful wrapping I had ever seen. Um, and this I is great I rapping. pride myself on my wrapping skills. I'm the rapper uh, in, in the Rilke household, but uh, this is impeccable. Boss horse, so, yeah, amazing. Thank you. Well, if it's
4: the subscription nice. box doesn't work out, I will set up a wrapping uh, paper service. Down
1: that, down. that would be amazing. You just partner with fans.com. Just- <laughs> I mean, I just love the simplicity yeah. of it too, though, like yeah. you were saying. It's it's cute and it's uh, it's you know, I love the little heart <laughs> so thing. So I just
0: yeah. wanted to say that as an adoptee Um, even though I'm Korean, I have no idea what's going to be coming out of this box, so I'm really happy that Uh, you're here with us as we go (laughs) into this because I'm hoping you'll probably explain some of this stuff to me and to our listeners. So uh, You know what's wild, though, is like
2: I feel like, so when I was younger, I was like very proud of being Korean and felt like trying to learn more about uh, Korean was like just a a way for me to feel different and feel like undercover. Just give me like an edge. I'm being cool, right? But now, Korean culture is so popular and trendy. I'm just like, man, now I'm just one of the, free. I just feel like a, a basic american now so anyways uh yeah but he's so like, korean I, too. it's yeah i'm just like do i even want to do this i just feel like a poser even though i
1: literally am a korean so yeah i think uh, yeah, this excited is it for this. adoptees like yeah. honestly because yeah. we are yeah. kind of uh in, in you know in the unknown area and so opening this is going to be a real surprise to us so it's going to be really cool and before i open Yay, this i love the wait.
0: packaging because it says santa approved that's how i know this is be <laughs> So. Would you all right, open I'm your open, wrapping, I'm guys? I want to get yeah, into this yeah. thing. No, Come mine's
1: on. mine's open. Here we go. Okay, gonna, I, here's the list. It's here. loud when people are
0: you talking. You guys are the
1: worst. It's like in Christmas. Nice I would to meet have been you. through this in five seconds. <laughs> Manaso
2: <laughs> bangawayo, which I'm assuming is nice. Nice to meet you, right? I don't know yeah. Yeah.
1: which camera I should show right? this to. Well, the first thing that me, fell out. Uh a cute little personalized note. Thank you, Juliet. Hello, Nathan. Why did you peek? Oh, no. It just fell right no, out. Sorry. Uh, so this is awesome.
2: So nice to I meet read you. on your website that each box comes with like an explanation thingy, mm-hmm. right? Yep.
4: Cool. There's a little card oh. in there just kind of saying what the contents are of the box, um, you know, so that you kind of know. Um, this first box, obviously, I added in a lot of bonus items for basically everyone that ordered. Um, just to make sure that they're really happy and obviously as a kind of like a you know a gratitude gift um but yeah so every box and i think you know it, it'll it'll keep getting better as like yes. Yeah. patrick
2: i, I found that, your favorite gift <laughs> it's, milk, it's milk but it's not milk i'm going over
0: the i'm going over the content <laughs> list right nice. now and i'm seeing milk. this is amazing i'm just kidding that's uh, uh, so
2: cool to it, i don't know why you would know this but patrick doesn't like milk at all he calls okay. it a murky water okay really oh okay. yeah so we we on a previous episode we tried milkus it's <laughs> okay. uh, so good or yeah, yeah so i'm a right? fan um and yeah. because of the episode i can't stop like Calling it Milkis, even though I know that's not how it's pronounced, but in honor of Patrick, I just keep calling it Milkis. Anyways, yeah, that's when we discovered that he was not a fan of milk. So this is, I was like, there's a big old carton of milk that can't have tripped well, but it's actually a pencil case, and it's a door. All right,
0: all right. So just to quickly clear this up, I don't hate milk. I grew up very lactose intolerant, like I've learned many Asians suffer from. Yeah. And I just never grew into it. I can do dairy products. I like ice cream. Milkis specifically um <laughs> that was just the first thing that came to mind when i saw would be contents of inside of the can and now i carry that explanation with me everywhere i go so i will own up to it because it did look like murky water but i gave it a four out of five because it tasted good
4: it tastes amazing yeah, yeah. it did taste
0: really good <laughs> This pencil yes. case is sweet is cute. Awesome.
1: and then there's some pens for the pen pencil case.
4: yeah And so I don't know if you guys are familiar. So Korean stationery is like really cute, and so everything that they come up with is really cutesy. And my theory is that I think because in the Korean culture, like parents really want their kids to study a lot, um, so it helps with that, right? Because it makes it more oh, fun. Oh, interesting. Um, so, yeah
2: socks oh we have korean socks <laughs> in here These are perfect yeah form. nice yes
1: Little like korean socks yeah. are the bomb my kids are gonna korean steal those yeah korean
0: socks
4: oh, too these are definitely for me like the bts socks
0: what are these bts you said
4: they're bts socks yeah so what? bts well, this... has their own line of like kind of cute characters that they came out with called bt21 oh. and so oh, that's one of the characters
1: I did not know that. See, I learned something new right there. I didn't know that either. BTS has their <laughs> okay, own okay. See, line so that's of part socks. of my getting over the uh, feeling
2: like a poser, trying to learn about like Korean music. Was I was like, I'm not going to do K-pop. I actually yeah. just announced at the top of this episode that I was going to try to cover a Korean song a month. You uh, did say that. I have started that and immediately regretted that decision because it is very hard <laughs> for me to <laughs> summarize this. And I ha- I might have to do K-pop because just the words I think are probably a little bit uh, more repetitive. But like I picked a yeah. K indie song and it like every chorus changes. I'm like I have no hope of memorizing this. But anyways, <laughs> speaking of K-pop, we got some Blackpink. Pink.
1: I love yes. Blackpink. That album freaking. I've heard yeah. a little mm-hmm. bit of them. I actually, if you would showed me a picture, I would have known what they looked like though. So they're so. They're, I think like yeah. the funny thing
4: with Blackpink is because they're so kind of international. Um, hmm. So I don't know if you guys know my story. So I'm actually, I'm Korean, but I was born and raised in Hong Kong. So okay. I was born British. Um, and so knowing that three of the members of Blackpink are actually like, you know, international, they're not Korean. Mm-hmm. It's just really uh. easy, I think, to like relate to them. Um, and mm. so their documentary on Netflix is amazing. Yeah, and, like, I was yeah, never, got that cued yeah, up. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of them. I didn't really know much about them. And then I saw that and I was like, yes, like they're really hardworking, you know, like they bring this international kind of flair to K-pop, which I love. Um, so yeah, I think they're, I think they're really great role cool models. I think there's there only four banger? of them.
1: I thought all K-pop had That's five or three.
4: <laughs> Or like nine or like yeah. Yeah, it's
1: always an odd number. This is
4: this is right. four people.
1: What's going on? They're missing someone. Like BTS is all right, but blackpink's
0: songs are straight banging hard. Yeah. I love them.
4: Yeah,
3: yep. I agree with you. Ooh, i have yes. uh, Only I only really know yeah, so
2: we've had I still actually have the box left uh from our recording with the Choco nice. Pie. So this is green tea flavor. Very
0: excited about this. Roll this back records. to episode four, I guess, technically, but so Sujin, shout out.
2: Oh, here's the stationery.
1: In the stationery, good for the pencils. and Nice.
0: Yep. There's just so many
1: things in this box. Like so little I keep finding letters. more and more stuff. Great. I needed some thank you cards for Christmas. So here we go. There you go.
4: <laughs> I'm
1: going to send these out. Who's going to get them? Who's going to get them?
2: The top of the stationery says, you are the rainbow in my life. I love you so much. Yeah. Uh, Aww. I actually am surprised at how good of the English it is. I feel like usually it's like, <laughs> it's things that are like, they're in English and it's really cute almost yeah. except it's like yes. not quite proper english so i was like a little disappointed i was like wait no this all makes sense it's just cute it's not actually like cute and funny but
4: i always have that like i don't know if they're being like super philosophical and i'm like missing out on something because like the english is kind of like there but not and i'm like well maybe mm-hmm. it's me that i don't understand it but yeah they yeah. usually have like really funny words
2: out there. all right wow. so what is this little snack it's bita c
4: it's a little candy so um is
2: it banana is flavor
4: it's uh, like
1: lemon, like it's vitamin C. Ooh, okay. Yeah. Are we it's eating any of these like things, guys? Because I'm I'm gonna I'm just gonna throw this one in. Well actually maybe <laughs> I shouldn't do the candy thing in right now. I'll do that in Are a these second. the same? No, this one is matgul. Looks like mango. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, yuja. What is do oh, you guys
4: know
1: Yuzu lemon? Like so that's um, oh, it's okay. like
4: Yuzu flavor. Oh yeah. nice. All
1: right what's it taste
4: like um, candies,
1: these little hard candies is what i can feel oh wait so, i got a third
0: one yeah. yep
4: there's a coffee flavor in there too i think is
0: this a coffee go oh, Yeah. is this coffee like is an great. actual korean coffee go coffee,
4: coffee yeah.
0: wait do we have one of those yeah but it's actually ah yes i don't know I think, <laughs> i guess we never found out about the coffee go uh, Jared
2: just said every Korean eats a bunch of coffee goes. Yeah, that's what. Jerry's I didn't know saying. about oh, the
1: actual that. brand that we got. Cute stickers. These will also be gone all yeah, over the my brand. House soon. It was a branding. These aren't BTS stickers either, are they? Or no. <laughs> Just More cute like Korean just...
4: stationery stickers.
1: Oh, okay. I'm gonna stick these I all find on the stickers walls around our all house. All over my house. <laughs> 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 Everywhere. Why well, are me and Nathan just children at heart? including in my youngest's mouth you're gonna so stick one of those stickers yeah, in your good. one of your youngest kid's mouth Is that what you just i said? don't stick it in there she finds it on a wall <laughs> peels it off and then eats it okay that makes <laughs> sense. so i'm just like oh what Does are you chewing on sense? and i come over there and take it out of her mouth and it's a sticker so yeah not good. Um,
2: i'm actually super excited about this i Ooh. just saw it on your website tried. collagen
1: treatment yes yeah, mm.
2: so um so my wife has been drinking collagen peptides in her tea uh, yeah. And I was like, "Oh, okay. I don't know that yeah. I need any help promoting hair growth or fingernail growth. <laughs> I feel like my hair and, st- and whatnot grows pretty well." But excited about this face mask. Uh, we
1: should we should do an episode where we all do face masks. Let's just do
0: it right now. Yes, you should. We're already on
1: here. <laughs> <laughs> It wouldn't be my first. It would be <laughs> my first. I did one of those that has animal, the animal face mask one. I those think that was so also cute. Korean. Yeah. Yeah, yeah,
4: that was really
1: cute. And then what it's Ryan. a heart gavel keychain that's a that's a black pink so they have
4: their little like <laughs> light out hammer so that's our keychain yeah. So it's very funny
2: little... that you said gavel because that was not my first thought that's not what your thought was oh i was thinking gavel like <laughs> what was you your know, first thought were... well i saw it from the back so <laughs> oh. uh that looks optically very different because it's it just it looks like this there's a little bit of pink coming through uh on the mallet heads and i was like interesting clearly Uh, this this feels off brand for a a cute korean box but no it it feels very
0: i'm glad that you're here to explain that
4: i'm glad you turned it around i thought it
0: was a stormbreaker
1: from the marvel universe oh there you go make
0: make it a little nerdy good job that
1: would be cool but i like this as well and then lastly the Mm -hmm. ramens yeah talk to me about this Pushu, pushu.
4: So that is actually a snack. So don't boil that. um So I don't know if you guys have ever like with a ramen, like you know, kind of taking the packet out and like break it apart, eat know, like a snack. So that's basically what that is. That's not like an actual oh. like cooking ramen. Um, it
1: literally says don't boil yeah, it. Yeah, it, it says don't smash. boil it, smash <laughs> it. That's why we got this right hammer. <laughs> but actually, this is funny because KJ talked about that. <laughs> And I had never heard of that before. Yeah. The only time I've ever eaten raw ramen was in a salad. It was as like a crunchy topping kind of thing.
4: Yeah, yeah. But I've never yeah. actually
1: done what this says to do, which is yeah. open the packet, put it in, and shake it. So that I'm excited to try that. Okay, we did talk it's about so that. Good. I
0: thought yeah. we talked about eating raw ramen like as a snack. I want to do this one now, actually. Yeah, no, I,
2: I think we should. But okay. also, rounding it out here is the uh yo Ramen yep. Super Spicy. That's yep. <laughs> Another spicy. So it's spicy, I can't hold on to it. You know, it looks, it looks spicy. Hagy. This
1: looks like you know it's the fight be. scene of a Dragon Ball Z. Super exactly. spicy. Like fire. The fire. Yeah,
4: yeah,
1: this is super intense. <laughs> oh, and I'm sure you do a very good job of, of uh, looking and everything like that. Just uh, you know, we we like the fact that you're um, you know sending us things that's not expired, unlike Jerry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's part of the fun of Jerry's mystery box, though. Is you never know if it's going to be expired or not. You never know if you're going to get sick or not. <laughs> so <laughs> Hello,
2: Korea Box. thanks for on, now, this. This oh this one, is spicy too. okay so spicy. just smash it up in your hands here you no know, like this see open the package you take smash out the spice it and, smash, on the ground. and then smash oh and then smash it alright I didn't read the packaging alright come here phone I don't remember how we do our own <laughs> show do
0: it here on my, on my <laughs> easy to open smash, I
2: like that
1: smash. Yeah, okay sorry I'm yelling smash, so I, smash this. I hope I don't spill <laughs> spicy sauce all over my keyboard right now so that's gonna be an interesting one okay, okay here we go would you all recommend right. the entire spicy packet or just a little
4: i love spice like okay. i think it's weirdly addicting so Same. i say go for it but go for the yeah. whole thing got it <laughs> yeah
0: you're the first person i've heard call it like weirdly addicting and that's a perfect way to describe it for me because i'll it eat is, something right? really hot or spicy and i know i should stop because i immediately start sweating yeah. but, but i can't. eat all the rest of it <laughs> so yeah, i, you know, I stop get that one <laughs>
2: Okay, Oduki, your spice packet was not as easy to open
1: as I wanted it to be. It says here, here. What? Make sure I got the seasoning everywhere. <laughs> kind of hard to see on the perforation. How many times, like, I don't know, since you've opened these things a lot and eaten these before, Juliet, have you ever been doing that, crumpling, shaking, whatever, and then it just opened and went everywhere?
4: I've done it when I was shaking it, yes.
1: Okay. I'm just yes. curious if that's so, like a, a, a <laughs> thing I should be aware of. I want a cloud it of spice. Smells spicy. It smells spicy. It does smell yeah. spicy. But...
4: I can smell it from here. Yeah. I can't
1: even
0: speak. <laughs> <'cause> it's already burnt <laughs> my... The
1: actual, the actual flavor says spicy rice cake flavor, so I don't know what that really means. Like so but...
4: Have you guys tried that before? Oh, yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, so okay. That's the
4: flavor. Okay. <laughs>
1: Okay, I can see powder flying up here in the camera. So oh, I thought you were talking shaking. about me. I was like, "Whoops!" It's gonna go in my eyes in a second.
0: Oh no, there's a tiny hole in the bottom of my bag. It's spilling
1: out. <laughs> oh of the spine. no, because you
2: smashed it, bro. Yeah.
4: You it.
0: Dang it!
2: You went all Hulk mm. on it, and then it was like, "I can't, I can't stand up to your power."
4: No hmm. Okay.
1: It's definitely a different consistency than. Um, ramen. regular ramen, number one, yep. Yep. and number two. Um, I mean, it tastes like a noodle and it looks like a noodle, but it actually kind of tastes, as in consistency wise, like a like a chip, like a potato chip, yep, like a snack. Exactly. Yeah, I like that. Oh, yeah, and spice is not too bad, it's the not like killing me. Not, I like spice, but yeah. <laughs> I just don't want to be like talking and coughing for the rest of the show. <laughs> All right, no okay. problem. Oh okay. well, yeah. <laughs> I could be down to this. Hmm. Dang it! This has me very excited
2: for actual like proper duck cookie. Well, yeah.
1: what is? Yeah, we're gonna do that one of these days too because I love it. What is what? it? I missed dup-poki. it last time. Oh yeah, it's the rice, dup-poki. the spicy rice cake. Gotcha. So what is pushu pushu? What? Wait, like
4: like pushu pushu is like means like break it
1: break it. Like oh, oh, okay. on a or is it an actual
2: word?
4: <laughs> it's an actual like so when you. It's kind of like "pusha" is like the real word, but then when you make it like sound cute and like slang, you go "pusha pusha,"
2: so that's what that means. Mm, pusha pusha. <laughs> mm, fine. I think Korean <laughs> onomatopoeia is like the cutest thing in the world.
4: It is. It, it, it really is.
2: The only one that I know is knock knock, which is tuk tuk, but it's just like yep. that's perfect. It just yep. seems very on brand for Korea as a nation, South
4: Korea It nation. really is. It's, it's just cute, too, like, like you know, when you speak to kids, right, and, like, they have, like, the kind of language, um, but, you know, it's, so some of the Kore- Hello Korea box like, um, you know, content that I try to give out is, like, teaching Korean, so it's a lot of it for me is trying to figure out, like, well, which word do I teach, the formal one, the colloquial one, or, like, kind of, like, the baby word, you know, so um, it, it's pretty interesting, um, I think Korean's a pretty complex language uh, but i think k-pop makes it really easy for a lot of people to learn it so that's the other reason why I'm Interesting. Like, you know, i am I wasn't a huge k-pop fan i was back in like the 90s like the og okay. k-pop i'm like super into it and then i kind of like fell out of it um and then now i kind of i i, I do really love how uh, people are like you know kind of getting into the Korean culture because of it so i think it's a great thing for us
1: yeah, These are really cool i love the the variety of stuff
2: in this box though that's i can't get over everything. how excited i am to have more korean socks because at this point at <laughs> this like present they, point in my life i only have two pairs and now three four are korean, socks. But, um, korean socks
4: are i had like a ton and they were the amazing
2: yeah. i love yeah. them yeah koreans
4: are like really great at socks i don't know yep. why but like they, <laughs> they are
2: <laughs> mm-hmm. Also, one of my Korean friends had a shirt that said kuma on it, and it was a panda bear, but in the style of Puma. And I was like, that's the best parody <laughs> brand I've ever seen.
0: I can't find it, but that'd be killer to have. Hey, fashion. <laughs> I'm going to get into it one of these days. KJ's yeah. goal Definitely. in life now is to only have clothing made in Korea or by Koreans.
1: I don't know about that. Very about interesting. <laughs> so I always look at ingredients of things these days, and I don't know why. Yeah. But one of the ingredients, which is very surprising, uh green tea extract
4: yeah
0: are you talking about the
1: chocolate pie because it is green tea no i'm talking about, I'm talking <laughs> Dude, about the use your the, eyeballs the pushu pushu
0: socks, everyone.
1: yeah my socks have green tea in it no yeah <laughs> oh, so, all you my
0: socks
2: podcast off. listeners go to youtube and check out patrick's sweet legs now branded with socks
0: actually don't look at
1: my legs. just, look just at the went feedstock.
2: up yeah. Well, Julia, thank you so much for uh, giving us this guys. box and yeah. explaining to yeah. us what it is. Uh, I feel more Korean already, so... <laughs> that
4: was the plan so i love it thank you guys so <laughs> yeah. much this has been so great yeah uh
0: how do people go about getting one of these boxes
4: um just need to go to hello koreabox.com um and i give a lot of options like subscription from 386 12 months and then people that aren't ready for commitment there's just like a monthly box that you can buy just like a one month thing so um the cool thing is too like once these boxes and months are over i'm gonna start putting some of the items inside on sale just by itself. So let's say you want another pair of socks, you can go get another pair of socks. Um so yeah, there's a lot of options
1: for everyone. Oh, that's perfect. Yeah, I was going to say people will want to have probably additional like this is the sampler pack and then once they really fall in love with it, they'll want to go buy more or give it again like give it away as gifts and then maybe mm-hmm. they want to go get some of the stuff. So this is a really cool idea.
4: Yeah, uh, thanks so,
1: so much. Oh my gosh, the spice <laughs> is getting into my throat now. <laughs> I'm not going to stop eating it though. I'm not going to stop eating it, though, <laughs> no, right? <laughs> it is really tasty and addicting
4: it's a good flavor
1: i really like
0: this it is very
4: good What's well, the
1: thing too with these smashed
0: pieces you gotta dump them like a, like you're drinking them like mm-hmm. you know the back, mm-hmm. bottom of a bag i of might have chips. smashed
1: mine a little bit too much yeah. <laughs> i did too yeah, i think i have some pieces. in my eye to be honest <laughs>
0: <laughs> you sure got spice Amazing. in your eye love it you okay. can always
4: eat it with a spoon too just saying like that mm. kind of helps a lot
1: i'm gonna go boil it just to see what happens no. don't boil it says it on the package right here <laughs> i'm a rebel do it. But like it would just taste like boiled
2: noodle right like because there's not any like broth apart. stuff right i don't think like it'd it, be a noodle i think it would fall apart and turn. well into now mush. that you smashed it it would but like that's the thing i was like is it just they just saved on like dried vegetables by not you know like making this or is it do you think it's like actually different than their instant
1: ramen I think it's different. It's just I the taste it's of it too. is different. Yeah. I mean, right. it dis- I it's a different sure consistency. Well, let's yeah. smash up this one and then try it. And see what, <laughs> see what there you go. <laughs> that would be one way to compare. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you. Uh, and I noticed you were also on Facebook. Do um, you also have Instagram as well? Yeah.
4: Instagram, Facebook. It's all Hello Korea Box. So you can Hello find Korea it Box.
1: Gasoline. Wonderful.
3: Awesome. So,
2: well, thank we will you. We'll put again. that in our show notes
0: and on yeah. our
2: own socials and all that business. Um, yeah, thank you yeah. so
0: much for uh, sending us incredible. this. I'm pretty sure we already said it, but for walking us through all of these items, I'm just going to repeat <laughs> it. So,
1: thank yeah, you. Yeah, I can't wait to try some more of these. So cool. Wait, what else? Great. How do we
0: end the show?
2: You can talk to us at John Show and tell us how grateful you are that Hello Korea Box came on and uh, just blew up your life and made it so much better. Um, you can send us an email to johnchi.show at justlikemedia.com uh, also, please uh, leave us a rating or a view on iTunes, as that really is helpful. Uh, and I'm going to be better about saying that at the end of every episode.
1: Or subscribe to our YouTube channel, too, because we need that also.
2: Yeah, so. I'm going to be better about saying You're that here. one, too. Or Nathan's going to have my back every time. I don't know. Yeah, um, I <laughs> you can find me at KJ Relke on
1: all the places that I want to be found. I will be at Nathan. <laughs> Actually, I'm <not> Nathan Milwaukee. <laughs> no dot com is my regular website but oh, you can dear. find uh instagram at uh, no walk photo
0: <clears throat> yes patch at patrick in the world on instagram patrick armstrong on facebook at patrick isn't real on soundcloud just dropped a new song he just dropped a new the single other day yeah. so mm. please go listen to that or don't. Uh, I, whatever, whatever, whatever works for you. So no,
1: please, please do. Oh yeah, thank you everyone for tuning in and uh, go get yourself a Hello Korea box, Juliet.
2: Thank you again so much for coming on. Yeah, it was a great <laughs> having Thanks, you. Matt.
4: Thank you, All right, everybody.
2: Hi, <laughs>
0: right, we'll see you next week. Bye,
4: <laughs> bye.